I'm launch consultant Jackie Hayes, and welcome to Launch Lessons, a special mini-series of the Here's What I Learned podcast. Each week for the next five weeks, I'm sharing the most impactful launch lessons of some of my favorite online business owners. If you're in the middle of a launch or have one coming soon, listen in and learn from these incredible entrepreneurs. Steph Wharton is an amazing visibility coach. Ask me how I know. So I knew she was a must for this mini-series. She's got three lessons that you really need to hear, so keep listening. I'm going to be fully transparent with you. I was trying to be super freaking intentional and very picky with the three most impactful launch lessons that I wanted to share with you. I wanted to make sure that I was sharing exactly what has helped me go through this different kind of like transition that I've experienced within the last year or so, where before I used to launch all the freaking time and experience spirals every single launch. Whereas now for the past 12 months, every launch that I've done in this year, I've either not not experienced any launch spirals at all, and I'm being completely honest about that. Or I've had other launches where, hey, again, being fully transparent, I have experienced a little bit of like doubt or spirals or moments of hesitation where I was like, oh, shit, is this actually working? To being able to address that and go through the motions and then come out of it from the other side, feeling really freaking confident and excited and empowered to continue moving forward with the launch. And it's been a night and day experience. So what I've done is I've pulled together the three most impactful launch lessons. And let's go ahead and start with the first one. So what I love to do before starting the launch process, before starting even the planning phase, is to figure out what my goals are going to be for the launch that's upcoming. And specifically, I like to diversify my goals beyond the number of clients that I would love to have in that program and beyond the number of sales that I would love to bring in through this launch. The reason is that when I was first starting out in my business, and I know a lot of people do this, I see it with my clients all the time, it's that we tend to oversimplify our goals, right? The first thing that comes to mind, it's like, okay, I want to launch this offer, this program. I would love to have, let's say, five people in the program wicked. Like that's an amazing goal. The problem becomes that if that's the only thing that you're measuring the success of the launch by is that you won't be able to tell whether the launch is successful until the very last day. And what ends up happening through that is that when you're during the pre-launch phase, when you're in the launch phase and you've opened the cards and you're accepting applications and clients, you won't feel like you're successful. You're going to be second guessing yourself every single step of the way until the launch finishes. And because you're second guessing everything, you're feeling like you have no proof of whether it is successful, of whether things are working, especially if people aren't applying right away as soon as you open the cart, then we're going to start spiraling, right? That's where the majority of the spirals would happen in my launches. Whereas when you diversify your goals and you look beyond the monetary result, you find intrinsic ways beyond looking at engagement, beyond looking at inquiries, you find ways to validate whether you're having, let's say, fun, for example. 
I love measuring success in terms of random things like, hey, am I sleeping in every day? Am I taking breaks? Am I having fun with my content? Am I serving my community? Am I helping them have breakthroughs? And when you're doing all those things, you literally can find so many reasons and so much proof every single day as to why your launch is super freaking successful. Now, lesson number two that I love to share is to actually go ahead and leverage the pre-launch phase, okay? So many people think of launching as the active part of the launch where you're selling, where you're inviting people to apply, to purchase the product, etc. And although, yes, that's a huge part of the launch, what we're missing when we jump right into opening the doors to your program is we're missing actually the marketing phase, the part where you're literally just hyping up your offer, where you're explaining exactly what it is, who it's for, um, how it's going to help them, what life, what business is going to look like after they go through the program the offer once they purchase a product and all that is what helps build the momentum so that folks have all of the information that they need in order to make that internal decision right that empowered decision to decide whether that program is indeed the right fit for them and when you do that when you put a lot more focus into the pre-launch phase the cool thing about this is that because you're just marketing because you're just pre-launching and you haven't opened doors to your program yet is that naturally we tend to experience less pressure to be super successful, let's say, to sign the clients because we're not actively calling clients in to begin with. So that allows you to have fun with your content. It allows you to release so much damn pressure and to just educate and inform and to build authority and to give people all the information that they need in order to make that decision. So what happens is when it comes time to open the doors to finally announce that people can reach out, they can apply, they can go ahead and join your program, people already at this point, they technically don't even need any more information. So now what they do is they go ahead and they reach out, they inquire in order to sign up, in order to enroll. They might maybe have a couple of like random logistical questions just to be super sure that it's the right fit, but they've already convinced themselves. So it switches the dynamic where you just had fun. Now you open the cards and people start reaching out versus only having a very heavy launch period where you open and close the doors to your program. And the energy almost feels like you're trying to convince people because technically you are, right? Because you're starting to promote as soon as you open the doors with barely any anticipation ahead of time. So people don't actually have all the information. They haven't had time to process whether this offer is the right one for them. So now Every time that you're saying, hey, join, 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 we are actually trying to convince them because they need to be convinced. They don't know that it is the perfect offer for them. So although it doesn't have to be that way, you don't have to feel like you're convincing them. Naturally, we step into this type of energy because we've only just started to talk about our offer and we're already inviting people in. So we're finding this disconnect where we continuously talk about the program, but people aren't inquiring. So we're not experiencing that validation that we're looking for, that people are interested, that they want want to hear more because they're still waiting. They're waiting for you to tell them every little piece of information that can help them make that decision for themselves. 
So leveraging the pre-launch phase honestly has made a huge freaking difference with launching in the business. Now, this brings us to the very last impactful launch lesson. This is probably my favorite. And if I'm going to be completely honest, which obviously I love to do, it's one of the hardest ones. And it is the fact that you have to be resilient AF. Okay. As entrepreneurs, we have to be able to continue to show up day in and day out, even when we don't see that validation, even when we don't have the proof that it's working. I've had so many instances, whether it's within launching or even outside of different launches that I've done, where the thoughts keep creeping in every single day almost, whether it's a couple times a week or every day, and the thoughts are along the lines of, it's not working. No one wants this offer. Shit, is my messaging off? Is my marketing off? Like, what am I doing wrong? Like, I'm clearly not doing enough, right? So all those thoughts, unfortunately, they're pretty freaking natural. Like, I know millions of people that go through those thoughts, whether it's because I've experienced them myself, because I know my clients go through that, because my business besties open up and they're like, holy freaking shit, nothing's working. But it doesn't actually mean anything about the overall success of that launch. You have to learn to notice when these thoughts creep up, right? And you need to make this internal decision to either address the thoughts because there's deeper underlying, let's say, beliefs or issues that we need to address and work through. And then we need to choose more empowering thoughts that are going to bring back the gone the confidence and make us feel like we can continue to show up because this is worth it. We're excited about this offer. People are going to love it. Like we're able to validate ourselves, right? Ourselves and our offer. So we, we need to work through that when needed. In other instances, and let's say just above all, we need to learn to release these thoughts, right? Sometimes it's just a fleeting thought. It doesn't have to mean anything. So instead of subscribing to the thought and believing that it's not working, that we're not enough, that nobody wants this offer, we get to just go, oh, okay, yeah, you're experiencing some doubt. No worries, no big deal. And we move on into that more empowered state and we continue to show up to serve and to sell and to invite people to work with us. And that is something that I work on literally daily. But whenever you are aware of your thoughts, whenever you're able to step into the state where that doesn't matter and you truly believe in what you're bringing to the table, it makes all the freaking difference. And it leads to some of the most successful launches that you'll ever experience. I love how Steph starts us off by sharing her past experiences with launches before she found what worked for her. And her tip on creating diverse goals is gold. This mini series has been brought to you by my launch like a superhero quiz. Creating a launch you love is all about learning, experimenting and harnessing your launch superpowers. Head over to my website at JackieHayes.online and take my quiz to learn more about your unique superhero launch style. Discover your unique set of launch superpowers, shine a light on your launch supervillain, create your launch super team, develop a launch plan of action, and add fun and whimsy to your next launch. Thanks for listening to this podcast miniseries. You can find the show notes and transcripts at JackieHayes.online. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Until next week, go launch like a superhero.